shorthanded. Wayne Gretzky, the most prolific goal scorer in National Hockey League history, also scored the most shorthanded goals ever recorded. That is a great feat, winning and overcoming an opponent despite having less players than the other side. It demonstrates superior ability and confidence, but mostly motivation. The Bible promised us that we would always be the smallest in number of all the nations, but that would not diminish God's love for his people. The Lord desires us, his chosen people, because he loves us and he keeps his promise to our forefathers to redeem us not only from Egypt, as he did 3,336 years ago, but for thousands of generations thereafter. This promise and his love are still intact and are evident today, especially when you consider what we looked like 80 years ago versus what we look like today. Our small nation has been victorious in every war against our enemies, even when in total our enemies number in the hundreds of millions. The difference in manpower is so great and our shorthandedness is so severe that our, sur- uh, that our superiority can only be explained by our motivation and the aid of heaven. We are small in number and we continue to outscore the opposition while we are shorthanded. The current war has caused our daily life to be wrought with shorthandedness. There are shortages of teachers, thousands of whom have been drafted, as well as technicians, farmhands, high-tech employees, nurses, doctors, truck drivers, and almost every type of person in the general workforce. This week, we visited a major Israeli hospital to visit a soldier cousin who was injured in this war. We encountered hundreds and hundreds of wounded soldiers, so many that the hospital was forced to cannibalize other wards in order to care for these soldiers, and this in turn caused other wards to be shorthanded. We are shorthanded in numbers of bomb shelters, with the constant threat of rocket and missile attacks that extend across the entire country, many schools have closed or limited attendance due to lack of safe rooms or bomb shelters. People who thought they were retired or no longer needed in the workforce are volunteering by the thousands to make up for, lo- for the lost manpower, and the country, while on a war footing, continues to function as best as possible, including the usual fighting and finger-pointing that characterizes our parliament, the Knesset. Some things never change. For some unfortunate families, the loss of a loved one while fighting to defend the Jewish people will cause them to be permanently shorthanded. That tragedy can never be rectified. But perhaps they can be somewhat comforted by this story. After the Yom Kippur War, when thousands of soldiers were killed, a family in Bnei Brak sat in mourning for a lost son, and the boy's father, a Holocaust survivor, refused to be comforted. During the Shiva, a tzaddik, a righteous Kabbalist, entered the home and sat with the father, telling him, I see a vision in heaven whereby those killed in the Shoah for the sake of heaven sit high up near the heavenly throne. But your son, who died not only al-Kiddush Hashem, but likewise defending Eretz Yisrael, sits above them on the, various high, on the very highest level. May all of Israel stay safe and sound, and may we all merit good news only. Shabbat Shalom.